Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. My father served in the United States Army and was in the Korean War. And growing up with him, he would tell us he was in the Army, and he would just say some basic things, but obviously he wouldn't share some of the deep things that happened to him. And it wasn't until later on in his life that he came across a group that invited him, even though they didn't serve together, but invited them to be part of a military uh, gathering, a reunions. And he became fast friends with them and their families. And my mother and my father would go to these uh, different events throughout the country. And my father really expressed to us the importance of sharing deep thoughts, a common suffering, a common challenge, a common experience that only people who've experienced something he could feel comfortable to share, and they shared with him. It's something about human nature that when we are challenged together, maybe when we suffer together, when we endure together, that there's a bond. I think that happens in sports when you go into the heat to practice. It goes in through extracurricular activities when you're dedicated to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and you just commit and the group somehow gathers together. Even if they don't like each other, even if they don't get along, there's an unspoken bond that said, we have done this together. This also happens when human beings suffer, especially tremendous suffering in our lives. We look for what are called support groups. There are many. And if people are open to them, there's a powerful healing that can happen there. To be able to gather together and to know that the person who's suffering can at least say, I'm not alone in this. I can speak to people who have somewhat of an understanding of what I'm going through or my family's going through. And even if you can't take away the suffering, which many times support groups can't, they help endure, they help to have compassion, as compassion means to suffer with. There can be a powerful help and support and lifting of spirit that comes from support groups, a bond that is there that says, we are in this together. For me, in the reflection of these resurrection events, the thing that speaks most to me is Jesus in the risen state showing his wounds on his hands and his feet. Even in the glorified state, those marks are there, even though they're glorified and they're different. What we see are the disciples then, especially from the story of a road to Emmaus, where two disciples meet Jesus on the path, and they don't recognize him until they're inside eating a meal and the breaking of the bread. And they, those two disciples run back to the eleven and tell them, hey, we have seen the Lord. He's appeared to us. And then all of a sudden he vanished. Disciples, again, are very filled with sorrow and fear. But Jesus appears to them. And they're afraid. And they're thinking they're seeing a ghost. And they're full of sadness. And it isn't until Jesus is in conversation with them that eventually their hearts turn to joy. Doesn't that sound like a support group? 
Constant conversation, but constant listening, where hearts can be transformed. And joy is not the same as happiness. Joy means, okay, I can make it for another day. There's hope that somehow there might be a turnabout or some kind of healing in my life. And Jesus then shows them that to help us understand that there is a theology in Christianity that God suffers with us. Not many theologies of religions teach that God suffers with humanity. And that's what makes Christianity and resurrection so powerful for us as Christians, that God shows us his wounds and says, I'm one with you. I enter into that. He is close to humanity. And what makes him closer, in my favorite part, is when he asks the most beautiful words in scriptures, do you have anything to eat? So human and so desiring to create a bond. Think of all the times when we gather together to eat and to share and how that bonds us together in different ways, whether it's spoken or unspoken. And doesn't God do that well through Jesus? That Jesus has such compassion that he suffers with his people. So there's a lot of suffering going on in the world. One suffering isn't more than another, meaning in importance or more sorrow or sadness or pity towards. All suffering can wound us and affect us in different ways. And part of that, we are in this together, but Jesus reminds us we are not alone. For some reason, God has allowed himself to enter into suffering. And yet sometimes Christians try to teach this way that says, if you avoid suffering, then God is blessing you. Then you don't need resurrection. You don't need Jesus showing you the wounds. Then you're on your own. And that's not who Jesus is. And so if we're suffering in any way, it's important to know that God's with us. We don't know why suffering's there. We don't know why God seems to allow that in our human condition. We don't know if we'll ever know in our lifetime, but we do know that God suffers with us. And sometimes, just like in support group, it just lifts us and encourages us to continue on, even when we don't have all the answers. This Easter, we're really concentrating on our baptism. And baptized Christians then are asked to be people of compassion, to suffer with others. And what that means is to journey with them, to be companions on the journey, to listen to the suffering of people. And right now, the world and our country really needs Christians to step up to step up in our baptismal role to be compassionate and to suffer with. Right now, we are struggling with racism. We always have. A lot of times we're just able to push it aside. And yet, people who are Catholic, who are part of St. Patrick's, and even in your communities as well, tell you stories of how they struggle being victims of racism. It's there. We can deny it. We can say, oh, you're overblowing it, or you're the one that's causing all these problems. It's not our fault. And it's more about listening to the stories of how people live in fear or frustration or robbed of human dignity. 
And the church, the baptized Christians, need to show our own wounds to them, but to listen to those stories. More gun violence. You know, and we just seem to be a nation then that just accept that. And that's what happens is with death, with COVID, we become numb to death. And we just say, well, it's another death, but it doesn't affect me. We've got to move on with life. Without realizing that Christians can't lose that compassion and support and walking with. Doesn't mean freeze. Doesn't mean being paralyzed. It means to help people on the process who are suffering the loss of COVID and who are grieving the countless people. Just unbelievable numbers of those who are, have lost loved ones. And then we have mass shootings where we don't seem to do anything. When all sides can come together and say, what can we bring best to the table? We're not even willing to do that because it's more about protecting our zones, our areas, our rights. And we allow people to continue to suffer. That's a great sin. I don't know if the church speaks up enough about that, but people kind of run into their corners and in their own agendas and ideologies without really realizing we can work on solutions if we choose to do that, to come to sit at the table. What about institutions that cause, that need reform or it need, need to watch um, renewal in itself as people are, again, being shot at? Huh? And people make these decisions to say, well, we're for the police and you can't be against it or, you know, they shouldn't be causing that. Or, you know, there is some real problems that are there that there really needs to be a good oversight and a good way to help all people come together. It's hard being in law enforcement. We have parishioners that are in law enforcement. That's a difficult life, and we pray with them, and I've talked to many of them. But also we know people who are victims of the misuse of authority. My goodness, unfortunately the church is a very poor example of what happens when leadership goes astray, meaning those in power who wound their own sheep. Even the church needs reform. And I love the church, but I'm not afraid to be able to say it's not running right. And that doesn't mean I hate the church or I want to leave it. I want it to be its best. And I think any institution that is wounding and hurting other people needs to look for reform because that's what baptized Christians do. And so we are part of listening to people who suffer. We are part of offering that. Just as Jesus, in conversation and listening to the fear of his disciples, their hearts turned from sorrow and grief and fear into one of joy, one of saying we can continue. And that's what the gift of Jesus gives to baptized Christians, and that's what Christians need to give to others. Right now, Pope Francis has come out with his encyclical called Fratelli Tutti. That is reminding all the division that's happening throughout many nations throughout the world at this time that we're in human fraternity, that we're all connected to one another. My goodness, if the state of Texas a couple of months ago reminds us anything, they need us. They can't be independent as great as their barbecue is, huh? as great as their sports teams are. They still need the rest of the country. And what a horrible thing that happened. The tremendous suffering, and yet people did come together. And many Texans, but especially those outside of Texas who cared for them. And to know that they don't have to go alone. And so, Pope Francis' encyclical, this teaching, 
unfortunately, sometimes it's just in the modern times right now, isn't always listen. That's usually what happens when great writings of the church happen. It isn't until, unfortunately, future generations get it and go, why didn't these people listen? And so, for Tuity, I'm going to read you a quote here that really, really sums up what Pope Francis is talking about in being compassionate and walking and listening to one another in the midst of all suffering. Not just certain people, but we are in it together as God is with us. And here's what Pope Francis wrote in Fratelli Tutti, his encyclical. The church cannot and must not remain on the sidelines in building of a better world or fail to reawaken the spiritual energy that we can contribute to the betterment of society. That's just not Pope Francis' opinion. That's the gospel. And that's the gospel that the church has been entrusted to preach. And we do that. My father served our country. And it wasn't until he met with people who had that similar bond and experience and suffering that he was able to understand in his life a little better and to grow and to be healed. The same thing happens for Christians and all support groups. We journey, we listen, we walk with. And what a beautiful thing that God tells us. He shows us his hands and his feet, and he tells every person here today at Liturgy who is suffering in any way, I am with you. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 